anyway, we're going to talk about dinner parties and some of the servant leaders. And then at the end of this kind of segment thing, we're actually going to pray over because they start this week. Is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's awesome. It's one of the coolest things I think we do uh, as a church and because I love getting together and I want to talk about what it means to us. So that starts this week. And so I want to talk about what that means. You know, what happens? Do you guys, what do you guys do? Is it, you know, is it like weird stuff involved? Totally. You know, the weirdest um, stuff. Do I need to bring incense or something? Ah, yes. You know, so, uh, but introduce yourselves and start with you, John, you and your wife. Hello, I'm John. Well, I'm just going to hold it back here. I'm Big John, uh, John McCurdy. This is my wife, Kristen. Hi. Uh, we're the dinner party uh, leads. Um, we also host one in Fairmount, just south of downtown. Um, this is Will and Claire. Uh, Will Meyer, my wife Claire Meyer. Um, we head up the creative team. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Hi, I'm Sierra Salazito. Um, I've been going here for about four years, and I'm finally just getting to get into dinner parties this past so good. set, and I'm really wow. excited for it. It's been a long time coming, and I'm finally getting a chance to really get involved in the church now that wow. I've been graduated and Life's changed a lot. When did you graduate? Back in May. Uh, in last May. Year, May. Come on, everybody give her yeah. a hand on that. Congratulations. That's a big deal. Yeah. I never did. But it's, <laughs> and haven't yet. So uh, why are you getting involved? I mean, what's, what was it that kind of stepped that thing up? Um, I think, well, I've, like I said, I've been coming here since 2014. I started when we were at the warehouse. And yep. I kind of was always, you know, coming on a Sunday and... Um, I'd come, I'd show up, I'd be at church, and then I'd like talk to the few people I knew, and then I'd mm-hmm. head out and um, made the move, still wanted to stick around, but when I had school and everything, the best I could do at the time was still coming, which yeah. was like the best, which I, I'm glad that I you know, kept coming and everything, but um, because of having all my obligations at school and everything, I was going to school commuting in Arlington, so going from Keller to Arlington wow. every day. Oh, hello. Um, going from Keller to Arlington every day um, was time-consuming. So, you know, through everything else, and I just, I couldn't make, make it to dinner parties on um, a Wednesday every single week. And so after graduating, I came home. I was gone for the summer, too, gone at Philmont, and um, finally came home. And I, uh, I was like, well, I have a lot of time on my hands. So, I mean, I can definitely go now. Um, and so I started going. I went to Kyle and Amanda's because it's, you know, 10 minutes from my house. Made it really wow. easy for me to go. And I went the first time, and I absolutely loved it. I met so many people that night. And each time I go, I feel like I'm meeting more yeah. people. Um, and... Now when I come on Sundays, when I show up, I have more people to talk to, more people <laughs> to interact with, yeah. and, um, a lot more Friendships. conversations to be had, and yeah. um, the, the dinner parties just make it really easy to, to get down and just hang out, and you're, you're sitting there, you're eating food, you're just talking. It's really? not, there's no pressure. It's so literally this, just this hanging out. this is actually out. not a full representation. No. 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 We sit on I'm a... I delicious treats for me. I'm feeling a little like, okay... So, no, there's no food here. Yeah, I know, exactly. There's no food here. Yeah, yeah. Okay, anyway. Yeah, we need some food. Um, next time. But next yeah, time. no. But we have a runner. Yes. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and dried flowers. I mean, who, we're here. <laughs> and a candle. Aesthetically. So, but the fact <laughs> is, is that you met people. <laughs> so now, you, but you pulled up by yourself. Like, like you pulled up to the house or whatever. Yeah. And like you went in. 
Yeah. So was that like, and then when you walked in, what was that? I mean, um, what was it the that first time like... I knocked, every other time I don't. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> she, Amanda, she I tells us it. like, once, once you come the first time, you don't have to knock, just show up. And then you Shoot. just, yeah. I, and I'm one of the first people to show up and I'm usually one of the last people to leave because I'm just hanging out every time. Like, wow. I, I'll, I've stayed for like an hour after everybody else has left just because like, well, That's I'm fantastic. just going home. So I might as well just hang out with people. Yeah. <laughs> That's very cool. I love that. That's good. Will and Claire. So you guys are, what are you doing? Are you heading one up or are you? What are no, you we're attending. Which You're was attending. Actually, yeah, which was big for us because um, I was living in downtown Fort Worth and had only been there maybe a year and a half after moving from Dallas, which I know that they're close. We're like 30, 45 minutes apart, but it literally feels like completely different cities. Yeah, New different community, way. everything. Fort Worth is better. <laughs> Amen. And so then we got married. And so then as a married couple, our, a lot of our friends ended up moving away shortly after. And so we were looking for a community. Oh, wow. And I mean, I know we're at church, but like, y'all, it can be intense to meet people at a Bible study. Like to find friends that you're like, hey, that was great. But like, I don't know that we want to hang out on Wednesday. Like that was awesome. So to have a dinner party where like everyone's like, don't bring food, don't bring anything, show up. We have food, we have drinks, there's wow. friends like just wow. show up was amazing for us. And I remember like our first year of marriage, we were in a larger church. And I remember feeling like lost every single wow. week. Like I just never felt like I could really meet people or really talk to people. And then um, some of you know the story, but like <laughs> we opened a bank account, met John. And then, yeah, and then oh, it was, right. and it was right. a year later before we were feeling like so disconnected that we were like, Lord, like we need a church closer to us. They literally moved the church here. And those of you who know where our house is, you wow. could almost walk. Like wow. it is so close. And then after that first week of like coming to dinner party, it was night and day for like mm. me feeling like I knew more people wow, here after so cool. one dinner party and one Sunday than I really? had after a year of like just yeah, one just, time. That is so just the connection cool. And that was their the dinner party. That was their dinner party. Yeah. And you do you Morning, guys do craft crazy. coffee? It's craft, craft everything, you know. <laughs> craft, craft liquids, craft yeah. liquids. Yeah, we brew it all in the backyard. If you know John, bring it right, yeah. make it in the back room. Yeah, okay, that's awesome. I love it. That's a great testimony. I love that. So, uh, so that basically sort of started connecting you with friends. Yeah. I mean, friendship is really what the whole New Testament's about, right? It's why Christ came, and too often we find ourselves isolated. You know, we live, it seems like, and you're, you guys are most of you involved in some sort of tech or something, but it feels like we live in a really high-tech low touch world yeah. you know like everything's techy and we've got all these friends but then we don't know who they are yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and then somebody unfriends you and you're like oh well I unfriend you but <laughs> we were never friends you know it's you know what I mean it's like yeah. and so to have friends uh, and even statistically it, it talks about it and I've got a Winnie the Pooh story on that one I got a nod from Kristen so it's good so I didn't get one from Amanda, but anyway, I'll go anyway. So, uh, but it's, it's short because it's, it's when uh, Eeyore, everybody know the characters? You know the poo? Okay, so, so Eeyore is having a really bad like time. And so for a couple few days, they don't see him. So it's Pooh and Piglet. 
And so they're like, God, where is he? And so they go over to his house, which is, what's it called? It's a stick house or something. What's it? I didn't know how to name like yeah, yeah, okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> Parents of adolescents, okay. So, so, but it's got a name. Anyway, so, uh, so the deal is, so they show up, and Eeyore's like, man, I feel depressed and just discouraged, and you guys just need to leave. And they go, no, we're going to sit here. And then finally, Pooh and Piglet are sitting there, and, and Eeyore goes, why are you here? And Pooh says, because we're friends, that's right. and that's what friends do. That's right. I thought, what a great story. Because yep. sometimes you just need somebody who's there. Yep. You know what I mean? Not like, like a great word of wisdom, yeah. even though you guys would all have one. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just need somebody who's yeah. there. Yep. And Kristen, I think, you know, for you and John, that's one of the great gifts that, that you've brought yeah. into this community is, yeah. is uh, not always, I mean, okay, you don't always have a word of wisdom. I, but that's like a... <laughs> Digging a hole, right? But the fact is, is that it's not always this thing yep. of like we walk into your house and you go, "Thus saith," yep. like you know, stained glass King James. But you ha- you're just there, and I think that's so powerful. What has that meant to you to be part of that kind of thing, Kristen? Um, I wasn't gonna cry today, but you know. <laughs> um, so. I know, right? I did so good the last time I was up here. Um, no, I think for us, we just never realized the impact of just opening a door would do. Wow. Um, yeah, we wanted to be in the city for a long time. I mean, since we got married, and then it took four years to get down here. Um, and when that happened, we were, you know, there were talks of maybe doing a second, a second campus down here, but that wasn't a thing. Like, not, the church, none of that was a thing. And so um, then it all just kind of happened, and, you know, Pastor Brian would be like, can we do this at your house? Sure. Can we do this at your house? Sure. And I don't think, I don't think either one of us ever realized the impact of just saying yes and opening the door. Wow, yeah. That's yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, not the front door. The front door does not have the anointing, y'all. Um, <laughs> Ninety-year-old house. I put extra weather stripping so that our electric bill one summer would try to be a little bit less. And I Old homes. To get that door open. <laughs> yeah. I've been tried real hard, but that's the thing. We have side doors. We, we just don't use it. Just don't use it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a decorative door. So you know we have some of our best friends. Um, I mean our best friends are in this church, um, but just because of lo- I mean. They're the people you just pick back up with, but because of life and where we all live and everything, we don't get to see them all the time. But it's crazy the people that have come through our doors the past year and a half, and they are some of our closest friends right now. Wow. Um, and we just see them all around town, and like Claire, I'll just call up and be like, "Hey, I'm going to craft work to work because you know I can't work by myself, so I got to have people." And so she's like, "Yeah, I'll come meet you." And then you're sitting there, and then sometimes. No, 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 no. And then uh, usually we'll invite Mary, but sometimes I don't even tell Mary where I'm at, and she walks in. Or the last Sunday, you know, Heather married 
whoever, we were all walking around. We walk into craft work, and Will and Claire are there, so then Claire comes and joins us. So it's just, um, you're doing life with the people, and you just start seeing yeah. them where you're doing life at. And then that's contagious, because so we were good. at craft work, and the girls were like, well, what are y'all doing? We're like, well, we had church, and now we have a worship night tonight. And one of the girls who was there came to church that night with us. And so anyway, just the connection. It's just crazy to just, when you say yes and you open a door, what God will run with. That's awesome. I was looking up in, I think it's in John, the second chapter of the side door scripture. (laughs) But I can't find it right now. You know how, like you get up in front of people and your mind goes blank. So, uh, but that's, that is just beautiful, man. You know, Will, I, you know, when you talk about, because your background, you came up in a church background. Right? Yeah, I did. Like, I busted you last week. I met your dad working out at Lifetime. You did. Yeah. And then I, like, got all kinds of stuff on you. It was awesome. And so, Is there but, a slideshow? Yeah. Oh, so, yes. Man. <laughs> so here you are. You grow up, like, in this church setting. And yet, you know, there's, there's still this longing for connection. And so how does that... How does that help you grow as a follower of Jesus Christ? What does that do for you in you, in your environment? How does that process for you? Because you're in a really high-stress environment at work. You're with a fast-growing company, and you're one of the major principals in it. Um, I will try and condense the answer because I believe it impacts every area of your life. Um, Because everything Jesus did was people. Mm. So it's not even we're having dinner it's it's what you guys were saying like it spills into every area of your life so like for Claire and I like we have friends that are hurting that are going through things but they don't want to come to church and we can say that's okay like come to dinner parties there's food there's people and they're gonna love on you a lot better than some Sunday mornings would so come and hang out and we'll love on you don't bring food we have everything like just come and hang out and be with us um, and it spills over into Claire and I's life with those friends that for us now, it's like dinner parties on Wednesday, but they're free on Monday. Like, hey, we know you're going through something. Come over on Monday. We're going to cook you dinner. Come hang out. That's our table so in our house good. is open. But honestly, I just think it spills into every area of our life, not just like, oh, yeah, I have community now. But like now my life is open and I'm generous with my time, with my yeah. table, my house, with everything we have. Well, and just to say one thing, like, I don't know any of you out there, but, like, I'm really good at hiding, and it's extremely easy to hide in church on Sunday. It's a lot harder to hide having dinner sitting Mm. across from someone every single week. Like, eventually, they'll just, like, call you out on it, and they're like, yeah, no, like, you're not doing okay. And so for me, like, that has been, like, a huge, like, life-giving change, just, like, being a part of dinner parties. That's fantastic. John, how does that happen? How does that work out in an actual, like, you're hanging out sort of? So, you know, with uh, the transition to Fort Worth and everything, the you know, we've taken on for C3 Fort Worth, the streets and hearts. We want to see Jesus on every street and every heart. And one of the biggest ways that dinner parties can do that is seeing Jesus through the conversations and the hospitality. Mm. So... You, you know, there is a transaction that happens when you're at the table, um, when somebody's prepared a meal and then you're, you know, they're offering it to you. Um, you know, when somebody says, hey, what can I get you? Um, all those kinds of things. All Guards are dropped through the hospitality of the people mm. that are hosting. Um, like you know, I said, you know, we've got a runner and we've got this centerpiece because if we were, you know, if it was up to me, I would have all plastic 
so you know, plasticware and a what do you call it table. But this one over here, and I knew it when I married. Listen, I knew it when I married her. I got you know. Uh, I remember for my 30th birthday, we were trying to get something done, and she goes, no, it is your birthday, and you are getting the finest, and I was like, okay, fine, whatever, <laughs> and so, but like, I mean, that's what she does, and she's so great at it, and so like, our house, um, you know, there's candles always going, um, everything's set up, I have to do extra cleaning normally when I get home from work, because, you know, um, that's the thing, when when you become a friend of mine, like, I I kind of don't care, but this one wants to make sure that... You know, anybody coming through is, is looking at that right table. But that goes back to, like I said, that hospitality where you want the best for the people that are coming into your house. And so when you provide that atmosphere, like I said, that's how we've been uh, ministered to and encouraged by the fact that it happens at our place. Like, we get to be a part of that. Um, you know, we feed off that. It's, it's um, like I said, it's what, it's what drew us to the city, and it's what um, is so exciting about seeing them you know, pop up around the city. Uh, you know, we've got one in East Fort Worth. We've got one in South Fort Worth. Uh, we've got Kyle and Amanda up in, you know, really? North Fort Worth, so Keller there's area. More, there's more than a couple. There's yes, 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 yes. It's, really? not, it's not just everybody coming over to our house. And so it's been such a fun thing to see, you know, all the dinner parties pop up How to hear the reports. Those? How do we find out where those are? 555-888. Really? And put the word dinner party. Yeah, and that's what we did. I yeah. think that's how, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You did too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The system works. Yes, yeah. the system does work. <laughs> yes, systems do work, but once the system works, you you know you got to go you got to go be with the people. Yeah. Um, and so that's the. There's no pressure also at dinner parties. Like there's not a um, you have to be connected and bringing food by your third time you visit. Like Claire was saying, you know, it, it is harder to hide, but there is still that ability that yeah. you come in and draw. We are going to provide. The ones that have been around a little while, that's what's so encouraging for us, being in this church a long time. I mean, knowing you guys. Um, you, know, you asked about being friends, and that's what friends do. Um, I always go back to the Tommy Boy line. We're brothers. We're going to do tons of dumb stuff together. Uh, I mean, I've done tons of dumb stuff. But, you know, at the same time, I'll get on a plane. I'll drive. You know, we were talking about this the other day. I'll drive three times 15 hours for your best friend because of, you know, what happens. Because it's what you do with it when it's your friend. And so... Um, it's just what you do. You, you're, you're friends. You, you want to build life together. You want to see all your friends succeed, uh, but you're there when things get tough. Um, and it's, I mean, it's, whether you're in here now or whether, you know, I mean, there's 40 people that we are praying for around Fort Worth that we see at the local bars um, that are at, you know, the places that we go here in Magnolia. Um, obviously, it's I will say it's easier in Fort Worth than it might be in the mid-cities, but those opportunities are still there. Don't let, where, you know, don't let your location uh, stop you from going out and seeing what's going on with the people around you uh, because those people are there. They're, I mean, this world is so hurting, and all they're looking for is a friend. They're not looking for a judgment. They're not looking at pointing out what's wrong. Um, they they want a hug before they ever you know, will be able to receive their... You know, you got to be able to understand what they're going through before you can ever be understood in what you're going to give as teaching them. And so that's where opening the doors to the house, setting a table, providing a meal. Um, you know, we, we've done small groups for, you know, the last 15, 20 years. But dinner parties is just such a revelation in that because it's so much easier to bring people in and say, hey, let's have a meal. Let's hang out and let's, you know, let's talk. Let's learn about this. Let's, you know, where are you from? What teams do you like? All that kind of stuff. And it all comes out super organically. There's nothing forced 
We couldn't force it if we tried. Um, it's, it's, it's awesome. It's, it's seriously, it's one of the best times throughout the week. So it's kind of rambling. Sorry. That's a great word, man. Because love, uh, you know, how do you show love? Love is shown in generosity. And hospitality is an expression of a generous nature. Yes, sir. And you guys have that on you. Everybody sitting up here, you have that on you. And I just thank God for, if you will, a DNA of this house, of this community that is a community. And, you know, sometimes we, we can feel a bit overlooked, can't we? Because we're, we're just kind of going along. And how did that, you know, and what are you praying for, Sierra, for this year? I mean, here you are. It's like first, February 3rd already of 2019. 19. Right? What are you praying for this year? What are you praying into? And how's this expression, like you're looking forward to going to the first one this Wednesday? Well, um, my biggest thing is since I've been in this big change of seasons, I really have been just kind of like thrown to like, just I feel like I just don't really know what's going on. And I have so much more time on my hands. And um, the whole group of people around me has changed, you know, because I'm not around the people that I was with at school um, and everything. And so I think the biggest thing for me that I've really been kind of seeing over the last like few months while I've been going to dinner parties um, and then looking into this new year has just been a lot of growth for myself. Mm. Um, just, I'm not the best at reading my Bible and, you know, getting in the Word every single day. And that's something that like, I really think being surrounded by these people more consistently will help me um, grow into being better at that for myself um, and for the people around me as well. Because you know, if I'm hanging around my friends who don't really know Jesus that well, and it's like, well, what do you, you know, what do, what do you know about all of this? And it's like, well, I mean, I believe in him, and, but if I don't read my Bible enough, then I'm like, I don't have the, the word to truly back it up. And so that's something that I've been really trying to work on and um, grow into in this year even more so, um, you know, because it comes in waves, too. Like, I've had times over the last few years where I was doing really good, and then I went out of town for Philmont, and things got crazy, and, you know, I, I couldn't read my Bible every day, and so then you, you once you get off track, it's really easy to stay off track, mm. and so um, I'm trying to get back on track, um, and so that's definitely one thing, but also um, just for this church in general, being more of a part of it. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's steps in the work for that. I'm trying to get more involved. Um, and just being around people more here is something that I'm really working on, praying on. And I know there's other people around the church that are praying into that as well already. So, yeah. That's awesome. That's beautiful. You know, uh, Pastor Phil said something on a podcast I was listening to the other day. And why doesn't the band come on up? And uh, I'm going to close this with a, with a little word about friendship. And you guys just stay here and we're going to, what we're going to do next is we're going to pray for those who are doing the, or who are the servant leaders of the, of the dinner parties. And, but then I also want to pray. So for everybody who comes up, we're going to pray for you. Then I also want to pray for anybody who's walking through this kind of thing. You know, like how many of us want this year to be better? How many of us want like, and somebody prayed about capacity when we were praying earlier this morning. And how many of us want to have a larger life? How many of us would say that the level of life I'm now living is not at the full capacity of my life? Huh? How many of us feel like there's something more? And so the dinner party, the whole thing, is it's all part of 
keeping this thing on track. And I was listening to a podcast from Pastor Phil Pringle, because we're part of C3 Churches, and Pastor uh, Phil and his wife, Chris, uh, started this movement 30-some years ago in Australia. Uh, and he said this. He was, he was praying a number of years ago, and he was, like, trying to really just push through, like, man, I want... You know, so he's like trying to, like everything all at once. You know, like everything all at once. I'm going to read more, I'm going to pray more, I'm going to talk to more people, I'm going to, everything all at once. And he found it was unsustainable. And the Lord just told him, you know, running, you can't run 24-7. You can't just keep running, it's unsustainable. But it's like the Lord told him, but you can walk. And that's sustainable. And, and Psalm 23 says, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. And I believe that when we walk with friends, not only does it make the, the journey brighter and better, more fun if you're walking with people like this, but it, it, it's somebody who's there when the times are not good, when it's dark. And which brings me to uh, Jesus had a best friend. His name's Lazarus. Book of John, 19th chapter. So this guy named Lazarus, he lived in Bethany. Bethany's about two miles outside of Jerusalem. And, and you know the story of uh, Easter, you know, where Jesus rode a donkey into Jerusalem. Everybody kind of know that story. Or you've seen the play or the movie. And so he writes, and so that was from Lazarus's house. And Lazarus had two sisters, Mary and Martha. Mary's the one that, you know, worshiped Jesus, spent time with him. Martha, you know, the story of the one was working and stuff. Jesus really loved them, and, and his brother was Lazarus. In fact, Lazarus was such a good friend of Jesus that Jesus did not make him a disciple. Like, like Jesus needed somebody to just go, dude. I'm trying to teach these guys. And then James and John's mother shows up. She's like, I want them in heaven next to It's like, unbelievable. Right? You got to have somebody you can just go like, dude. And that Lazarus was that guy. And, and you know, like, like Peter, you know, it was awesome. He was up for a while. You know, like they're laughing and having a great time. And that was Lazarus, his best friend. And so his best friend, Lazarus, gets sick. Jesus is about a four-hour walk away. And Mary and Martha are like, the guy's going to die. He's your best friend, the man you love. So the Bible says, Bible says that Jesus heard it, was disturbed, so he stayed where he was for another couple days. See, God always has a strategy. God always has has a strategy. God's a God of strategy. Everything's about navigating us to the place he desires us to be. Strategy. Strategic. So God has a plan. But, his, but the sisters are not happy. They're like, he's just over there. And, and so when he does, he goes, okay. And the disciples are like, dude, he's, he's going to, your guy, your boy's going to die. And he's like, no, no, no. I got this. And so finally he says, all right, let's go now. And the disciples are like, no, no, the guy will stink. King James stinketh. 
And he's like, no, no, watch this, because all of this was part of a plan. So, so he goes, and Martha meets him, and there's a story about she's upset. If you'd have been here, and he goes, no, no, I got this. Now think about this, because this is where we get sometimes, Sarah, is we get in a place where we feel like somehow we need to stir it up. But we can't do it. It's just not possible, and we need somebody there. So Lazarus is dead. In the Jewish culture, if you were if you were deceased for three days, so now the fourth day is when Jesus shows up. If you were dead for three days, and the fourth day, like your spirit's gone. Like the resurrection happened at the time the Jewish culture said that was true. Anyway. So bottom line is, like, he's not just dead. He's dead, dead. Fourth day, dead, dead. He's not just dead. He's dead, dead. And and Jesus shows up. So let me ask you this. So here's the question. How much faith did Lazarus have to be raised from the dead? It's not a trick question. Sorry. He didn't have any. He's dead, dead. Can I get a dead, dead? He's dead, dead. How much faith did he have? He had none. But his friend did. And his friend shows up, and it says he showed up, and he began to cry. He actually cried. Even knowing what was going to happen, he still had these emotions of, man, Mary and Martha have been going through hell. You know, watch this. It's going to be okay. Disciples are like, we thought you were the Messiah, but you messed up this time. And he just says, Lazarus, come forth. And he speaks into the man's darkness. And he speaks into the place that he can't take care of himself. And he speaks life into death. And he speaks light into darkness. And Lazarus gets up and comes out. And that is friendship. And that is what dinner parties are about because it's about speaking life into the lives of a friend that can't speak life into themselves let's all stand up and I want to pray uh, I want us to pray we're going to pray in just a second John and Kristen if you guys will take the lead we'll pray for the and so if you're a servant leader of a dinner party I guess you know uh, Kristen's going to pray for you, John. Hey, guys, we could, yeah, let's move this uh, table off. And that's a $385 centerpiece, so be careful of that. But here's the thing. We're going to pray for them, and I want us to all join praying for them that these dinner parties will have that freedom of the Holy Spirit and that life in them. But if you're here today and, and you're just like, you know, I, 2018 had some dark spots. And I'm keeping a few of them still with me. And so after you guys pray for these dinner party leaders, what I'd like is for the dinner party leaders just to come down, servant leaders, to come down in the front. And if you need prayer over anything, we're going to pray. Job change, need a new job, promotion raises. We believe prayer actually moves. 
Not just the hand of God, it moves us. And so, uh, is that good? Okay. Make sure I do this right. So you guys are serving, leading, serving leaders. What I want to pray over this is, they, would everybody raise a hand with me? And as John and Kristen get ready to pray over our servant leaders, and I say it that way because leadership is always based on serving. Jesus didn't come to lead, he came to serve. Serving proved his leadership. So this this thing is, and then the, the band's going to sing a song. And, but 555-888 gets you to one of these places. Right? Yeah. That's just awesome. We have six. And a what? We have six dinner parties happening around the There's city. six yeah. of them? Yeah. That's fantastic. Can somebody say just praise God or that's awesome or way to go, guys. Well done. So I'm just going to pray over everybody up here, and then then you guys pray over as the Lord leads you, and I'll give you the mic. Everybody raise a hand up with me just in a a way to receive from the Lord. Father, I pray in those places that are dark places, I pray that same friendship that Christ and Lazarus had. That, Father, it so radically changed Lazarus' life that people started coming by the dozens to find out what happened to him. He didn't tell them chapter and verse. He didn't tell them all sorts of theological things. He told them I was in a dark place and he brought me out. Father, I thank you right now that the power and anointing of your Holy Spirit is alive. Your spirit is here right now. That any place where we're hurting, any any disease that's on one of us today, Father, we are here as friends and community to pray for that. Father, I pray the anointing of your presence as John and Kristen and Steve and Linda pray over these servant leaders. I pray, Father, your anointing, your power, your strength. And Father, let there be grace on these six locations in the days ahead. In Jesus' name, reach your hands toward these people as you guys pray for